Well, hello, and how are you on this August long weekend? My name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher, and we're going to take up a little bit of your airtime here and do what we always do and teach you interesting ways to save you interest. Uh, that's exactly what Mortgage Teacher is here. We are a company to help you give unbiased advice on just mortgages in general. doesn't matter if you have your mortgage at a bank, at a trust company, at a credit union, maybe through an alternative lender. We're here to help set that up and be basically your financial planner of debt. Uh, we've said it on this show many, many, many times. There's many people in the city that can get you a mortgage, but Mortgage Teachers, the company, is going to help you get rid of this thing. So what are the topics on today's show? Well, it's August long weekend. I'm not going to lie. Usually our listeners are a little low on a Saturday because you're out having fun with the family, as you should be. You know, the weather here in southwestern Ontario, you might have sunny weather one minute and 30 minutes later, you got a tornado warning. <laughs> That's uh, been the exciting news as of late, the good old southwestern Ontario weather. So this all being said, you know, it, it kind of makes uh, some different changes in the office and some different kinds of questions. And here's what I mean by that. You know, what's going active this summer and what has been going on? Well, just last week, we had a really big announcement about uh, the the qualifying rate changing. Now, let me catch you guys up because I know what kind of listener and I know who's listening out there. I know the listeners that are listening here. On Global 980, uh, CHML, the ones that are listening to our show typically are people that do have 20% equity in the house. In fact, I find a lot of our listeners are close to pushing 50% paid off in the house. So let's go back in time a little bit. Did you maybe buy a house five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago? You know, was that house worth, you know, $200,000 and now it's worth 500000 because the neighbors are selling for that? Did you buy a house, you know, we had a client in here this week, just yesterday actually, uh, you know, he paid 176 for the house and it's selling for about 300 So he thinks it's time to sell. So did you do that? Do you have found equity in that house? Okay, our houses have gone up in value. Now, I know there's a lot of people listening out there that, yes, we do have a lot of equity. And Michael, I don't need to hear a mortgage show. Well, it depends. What's going on with that mortgage and what are you doing with that equity? We've had a lot of people come in that are taking that equity out of the house because you can borrow it again at 2% rates or under 3%, and then maybe invest that. I've talked about it on this show before. Uh, back in the year 2000, or some have corrected me, it came out before that, but it really became known out there as the Smith Maneuver, a gentleman that wrote about this technique. But now if you borrow to invest in Canada, you get to write off all the interest. So, you know, I've had people come in that take 100,000 equity out of their house, maybe put that 100,000 equity out of their bricks and mortar of their house, put it down on another property. Now they own a different property and that's a full tax deduction of that 100,000. And then of course, create an income property and more of a stable retirement plan. So that's what we have a lot of people coming into the office and do. We talked about the crazy weather. Well, we got a lot of people coming in doing renovations. The reason I brought that up is because somebody was halfway through doing some renovations and uh, had that tornado warning out in Dorchester and they were a little bit worried <laughs> the house wasn't going to be there but everything turned out so happy um point I'm getting at is when you're borrowing to to do renovations in the house and we're not seeing small renovations people we're seeing big ones you know additions uh, adding a shop to the back is big out outside of London uh, and and that's tough to do banks don't traditional institutional lenders don't like to lend on future development I've had Many, many deals in the office that, you know, they want to build their own house. So they think the construction mortgage would be the best avenue, uh, you know, to, to 
kind of the way the construction mortgage works is the bank lends you, you know, to dig the hole 33%. Then they lend you more of a mortgage when you frame. And then at the end, they, they give you the money. So if you're doing a big renovation, these are the type of strategies you want to sit down and plan ahead. What's the cheapest way possible? And at the end of the day, what's going to have me the cheapest way possible to pay the least amount of interest and make sure I'm in a good mortgage moving forward? So if you are thinking of doing any renovations this summer, yes, that's an extremely hot topic. Please reach out to us at Mortgage Teacher and we can really help pre-plan that. I would say we probably have close to almost a dozen a week people coming in and inquiring about you know, either taking equity out of the house to invest into another property or maybe taking equity to the house to invest in their own property as as far as renovations. We've seen a lot of additions this summer, more than we've ever seen. And, you know, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I live out in the Dorchester way, and I kind of understand why. Um, what happens is as you want to build a new house, you start having to build on the outskirts. Uh, I see a lot of people that might have uh, that property already. They love the location. They're central, but maybe it's a ground floor house and it needs, uh, you know, some addition or some freshening up. So, you're right, location, 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 that still stands, but now you have the opportunity to to kind of invest into your house a little bit and even use free equity to get there. I mean, if you can use money from your house that is just found because the property went up in value, you borrow that money to get ahead. Borrow that to pay less interest. Um, for example, one of the hottest topics, if you have any debt, I'm going to ask this again, if you have any debt outside of the mortgage, for over $6,000, you know, maybe something that is kind of lingering. It's a line of credit that's been sitting there for a year because you used it to finish the basement, but now it's a money treadmill, and that twenty grand is $20,000 is just barely down to 18000 in three years. Well, <clears throat> that's what the people that are calling in too. If interest rates are at 2%, you better not have a line of credit debt and a credit card debt that you are chasing, trying to pay down. The reason I'm telling you this, because when rates were low, there's actually something written in there that the penalties are so cheap. Guys, the money you're throwing away in consumer debt and interest might be way more than a penalty to to clear that out, roll it into one. And then, of course, with the same money, hey, if you're throwing away an interest to the bank, I suggest you might as well throw it in your own pocket. And that's what we'll help you do, teach here at Mortgage Teacher. So in case, you know, you haven't looked us up, please, I challenge you. Google Mortgage Teacher. Let it do the work. You can read what Londoners are saying about us. Uh, we started this about, oh, geez, six, seven years ago now. And that's exactly what we are. We're here as unbiased advice. Too many people, you know, that you call your lending institution that you bank with, but it's somebody new. Maybe you don't have a relationship. And maybe, you know, you had a 1-800 line, that guy that helped you out five years ago or a girl, and now you can't reach them or find them. This is the problem that I commonly hear here in London, and let's face it, it's a small town. Relationships mean a lot here, and that's what we want to be. We want to be your relationship for all your banking. You know, I'll help you still bank where you want to bank, but, I mean, I always look at financing habits. What kind of habits have we created? And let's be honest. I mean, I'm, I'm born in 1976, so in the 90s when I was getting into my banking and my first job, um, I'm looking at, wow, look what has changed since banking. Uh, but sorry, look how banking has changed since then. Well, back then, I used to want to go into the branch to deposit my paycheck. You don't even have to do that. It's all automatic deposit. Heck, you can even scan it on your phone now and send it in. Uh, where did you used to get a visa or a credit card? Only the bank. You used to walk into the bank and try, hope you would get approved for a visa or a credit card. Well, now, are you kidding me? You get them everywhere you go. You walk into Canadian Tire, there, there's a girl there offering you one. 
You walk into um, Costco and there's a guy there trying to sell you a Costco card. You don't even need to go to your bank to get a credit card anymore. Okay, what about investing? People, believe it or not, used to walk into the bank with a hundred grand and say, here, can you invest this for me? Not many people use the bank branch for investing advice. You usually have a guy or a girl, a relationship. Life insurance. I'm sure you're listening out there and you know a financial planner or you have life insurance. Not too many people even get life insurance through a branch. Some do, but a lot, you know, build a term insurance kind of tied to their life and their plans and proceed with that kind of life insurance. Financial planning. It's not often done through the branch either. The point I'm getting at, actually one more. I just had this. I bought a a Volkswagen here in the city and the dealership wrote up the paperwork. Great. I got a $20,000 loan from Volkswagen. Two months later, I find out it's coming out of BMO. It's a BMO loan. I don't care. It's a bank. It's just coming out of my, you know, my Scotiabank account. I'm okay with that. The point I'm getting at, it doesn't really matter where we lend. They're just automatic payments out of our banking. I'm realizing that really our bank is just used for our day-to-day banking to hold the funds. It were gone are the days of getting advice from someone at that institution because, well, they're worried about profits. So that's exactly what we're doing on this show, guys. Please look us up at mortgageteacher.com. My name is Michael Mullis, and we're going to go to a quick little news break here, and we'll be back right after these minutes. But please look us up at mortgageteacher.com, and we'll be right back. Well, thanks if you're still tuning in. Not going to lie, these mortgage shows aren't always the most exciting, but I try. No, uh, thank you for still tuning in. Now, if you just did tune in, my name is Michael Mullis, president of a company called Mortgage Teacher. And I always challenge people to look up Mortgage Teacher and read what you guys yourselves are saying about us. Uh, We created this company that's unbiased. It's a service set up to be free to you. And a lot of people ask, you know, (laughs) okay, Michael, I understand Mortgage Teacher deals with all the banks. So that's great because, you know, I got my mortgage at TD and now I got it through you, but I'm still at TD. So that makes me very happy. Uh, You know, same with all the other lending institutions. Let's go over that. Um, There's 36 Offsea regulated banks. Now, here's what I mean by that. When you are a bank, what's so special about a bank? So say you and I want had a lot of money and we just want to start a bank. It's not that easy. You have to qualify and it's a regulation called Offsea, O-F-S-I, that gives you that bank status. So when you're a bank, it, it's an exciting time for them because they have multiple ways to make money off of you. So, of course, they can sell you a mortgage. That's what we're talking about on today's show. And they make money off of the interest. Of course, they can sell life insurance on your behalf and they can earn income off the life insurance. They can invest on your behalf and they earn money off that mutual fund through that investment. They can hold money in trust. Yes, it's called a savings account. They go and hold our money for us and somehow charge us to do that. So now we pay them to hold our money for us. Hmm, never thought of that. The point I'm getting at, a bank, when you're a full-out bank, you have multiple streams of income. You see? So when you go into a bank, it's not just the mortgage, but there's other tools around that they're trying. That's fine. That's great. Sometimes people are just looking for the cheapest mortgage. So there's 36 of these banks that you can deal with here in Canada. Now, as a broker owner here at Mortgage Teacher, I watch the Bank of Canada five-year bond yield. Here's why. Whether you deal one of the 36 banks, now let's be honest. I'm right here in a TD tower doing this show right now. So obviously, and that's who I bank with. I also bank with BMO with one of my companies. I bank with... No CIBC, I have friends. Basically, I'm friends with all of them. That's what Mortgage Teacher is. So I'm not saying good or bad about one bank or another. Everyone has different fits, and we deal with all of them. So that's what I'm proud to say. But there's more banks outside of the big six. For example, National Bank. 
Well, I got two branches here in the city. That's a good-sized bank. ICICI Bank, Equity Bank. There's many other banks out there that you may not hear of, okay? The point I'm getting at through Mortgage Teacher, you have 36 institutional banks to deal with through us. So let's set them aside, okay? Now you have those many choices. Have you ever heard of trust companies? Well, who are these guys? Well, they lend in mortgages only. They don't have the multiple streams of income. So how the heck do they sell a mortgage when there's 36 banks out there with TV commercials and radio ads and you know newspaper ads getting out to you and even branches that you drive by? So a trust company, the biggest one in Canada, is called First National. Now, I know there's a lot of people in London with a First National mortgage. So some of you are shaking your head. Yeah, I've heard of them. And probably. And guess what? You sort of should have because they have funded $107 billion in Canadian mortgages. That's not a small player, folks. That's huge. They do not have branches. They do not have TV commercials. You probably have not heard of them. But they just become popular because they make a good mortgage, because that's the only thing they're allowed to sell. That's the only form of income. So if they're going to try to beat those 36 banks, they better better make a good mortgage. Now, what makes a good mortgage? Hmm, Maybe a little bit lower rate. Rate's important. But they're not going to – one bank can't blow out another bank by a percent. It's usually by 0. 0.1, 0.2, 0.3, something like that. Okay, and to be honest with you, people here in London, that might be 8 bucks to 30 bucks a month. It's not a huge deal breaker. What else do they allow? Maybe they let you put money down more freely, an online component that you can put money down whenever you like. A lot of people in London love that, and I'm very proud to say this city has very proactive people on putting extra money on your mortgage. Well, out of our office anyway, I know we have technology and things to help you put money on the mortgage, but you know, I'm still happy to say through our office, a lot of people do do that. Um, the last one is flexibility. Like what if you're going to break the mortgage? Believe it or not, through some of these trust companies, it's a much cheaper penalty to pr- break a mortgage than it is a big institutional bank. So sometimes the commitment isn't as hard. So if you can get a lower rate, you can put money down whenever you want and you can walk away a little cheaper. Sometimes that's I- an ideal fit for someone. Um, especially here in the London area, that maybe if, as a profession they could be relocating to a bigger city. Uh, sometimes here, it's you know when it comes to nursing and technology and education, sometimes you know they're moving up the chain and going to another city. Um, anyway, the, the, these are kind of the the number one things to consider when getting. Now, also through Mortgage Teacher, we have all those trust companies you can deal with. But what about credit unions? I mean, if you're out in Grand Bend or Tilsonburg, Dorchester, small town, out Port Stanley, St. Thomas Way, sometimes a credit union might kind of bend and make a, you know, make a deal happen a little bit better than what a bank can when it comes to a small town because they deal with locals. So through Mortgage Teacher, we can deal with all those credit unions too, and we're big friends with all of them. So that's great. So that's the point. That's what we have here at Mortgage Teacher. It's unbiased advice. We deal with all banks, trust companies, credit unions. So we kind of joke around in the office. It's a little aggressive, but hey, we don't really like any of the banks, but we just got to pick one. So let's do that together. <laughs> so that's not true. We are friends with all of them. Now, when it comes to the unbiased, well, how, how does this happen, Michael? How did you make this happen? Well, let's think of it this way. If you walk into a branch, I mean, like I said, I'm a big fan of TD only because I bank there. Their hours are good with me. And in Dorchester, that's one of the main branches. Okay. So let's say I go into TD. Well, if you think about it, they don't own the building. They have to pay rent there. So there's an overhead. Uh, there's probably, what, a couple of people paid salary in there, plus bonus, some branch manager, so on and so forth. What you just walked into, people, was a retail branch. That's retail. Well, we've learned off of this, and I've said it on the show before, so I'll use it again. We 
have learned this from Costco. We like wholesale. We can be smart as Canadian shoppers, find ways to get more for less. Agree? For example, online shopping. Now you can get things cheaper when it's delivered right to your door and doesn't have to sit at a retail store in between. Don't think money is any different, folks. If you walk into a branch and you're negotiating your mortgage, you're negotiating what? $100,000, dollars $500,000? That's pretty big to you. But I'm negotiating $43 million with that bank through my company. I'm negotiating $70 million with that bank. So we have volume. Well, that's kind of wholesale talk, isn't it? Also, time, efficiency. Let me explain this. The average funding ratio with the Bank of Canada. So traditionally, let's go back in time when, you know, you used to drive around and shop around for your mortgage before the online world. You'd maybe drive into one bank, get a quote, thank you very much. Drive to another bank, get a quote, compare it to the other one. Drive to a third bank and say, hey, here's what the other two banks told me. What can you do for me? Only one of these banks are going to get your business. But all three of them are now putting work into it. Now, when that person helps you, they collect some paperwork, they send it up to head office, they tell you, hey, head office is doing this, and the underwriter is doing that. And then they maybe think about it, work on your deal for what, four, eight, maybe 16 hours if you're buying a place, and they do this over a couple weeks' time. They have 16 maybe hours into your deal, and maybe, maybe not will they get paid on it. That funding ratio is called 43% across Canada. So there's a lot of banking people doing work on deals that the institution might not get paid on. Through Mortgage Teacher, we have a 92% funding ratio. So basically, any bank that deals with us is probably going to get paid. So the banks are starting to recognize this and realize that through Mortgage Teacher, they can actually make more for less. And that's what we've created, kind of the Costco of banking. Because everyone always asks, how the heck are you? Like, I help out with TD employees. I give them advice, and we can help negotiate the rates as low as a TD employee. And as we know, there's many here in London. So we love working with all of you. I don't know who's handing my name out there, or mortgage teachers, but it's going great. So we're here to be friends with all the bankers, but the advice is more unbiased. This is pretty much the end of the show. Time has flown by. If you're just tuning in, my name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And please look up mortgageteacher.com. And basically the whole philosophy, guys, is, is we tell it to you straight. I hope you can get that through this show. And on top of that, I mean, hey, everyone's out there to give you a mortgage. But finally, we got someone in London that's going to help us get rid of it. So contact Mortgage Teacher today. and Have a great weekend, folks. Enjoy.